0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now your hosts, Max McGuire and Joe Altman. Well,
1: welcome back to another episode, the second hour of Conservative Daily Podcast. You muted, Max. We uh, had some really interesting conversations, Max, in the first hour talking about Eric Coomer's real persona, who he really is as a person. And yeah, what, can you uh, hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you.
2: All right. All right. Sorry, that sometimes happens when I first log on. Um sorry guys, uh a couple of people have messaged me asking if everything's okay. Uh No, my dog has a cyst and it burst. I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Um like the doc- the vet's office, the table looked like a Jackson Pollock painting when they were done with it. Uh, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but uh that's where I was. He's doing better. He's going to have it surgically removed. But uh, that's why I was gone the first time. But thank you for filling in for me, Joe.
1: Absolutely. Well, we, uh, we had a little bit of a conversation about the New York Times article who basically have stated that I'm a, at some point, conspiracy theorist and that all the stuff about the election and all the evidence that's out there is is nothing to see here. It's a nothing burger. Um, obviously, that's as far from truth as possible. But it is it, it is is unbelievable that something that used to be i, I don't know a, a staple of the the country's news mecca right it was it was it was a they talked about truth they t- they took a a non approach to things is now so partisan that it stands for the most radical elements among us That's i can actually
2: one-up you i know that they're doing a smear job on you but i think the smear job on me in the article is is potentially worse If we go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, you actually don't have to pay. If you just give them like one of your backup emails, they'll let you read it for free. If you put up my screen, Josh, um, I get mentioned. And what they say is Altman's co-host, Max McGuire, also read from an anonymous open letter that explained that while there was no formal organization known as Antifa, the ideas the public associates with it are worth supporting. There's no such thing as being anti-fascist. Either you're a decent human being with a conscience, or you are a fascist. McGuire read. Um, so the, I've this never is, been in this the place before. Th- this, like, this is taking.
1: This is taking. This right here, though, is taking something from the the open letter from Antifa, yeah, and it's, it's trying to voice. it's try- no 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 it's trying to make it reality. It's trying to say that these are things that are, are real about Antifa. It's it's propaganda. It's no, it's, it's putting saying that- it in
2: my voice. Yeah, it's putting in my voice. Yeah. At no point did I ever yeah. say that the things that Antifa, that the public associates with Antifa are worth supporting. At no point yeah. did I ever say that. Never. It would never leave my lips. Yeah. I, I, I'll i have to go and rewatch it, I guess. But that is about as slanderous as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think obviously they're giving you a hard time but I'm pretty pissed about
1: that. Well, it's not giving me a hard time. It's slanderous. It's defaming me personally. The, the whole article is, is defaming. I mean, I've had people call me and say, Joe, you should read it. It actually does say some nice things about you. And I'm like, oh, really? All right. I don't believe it.
2: I, I, it, I don't think it does.
1: Yeah, no. It took someone who is at the pinnacle of a voting system, which is owned by a Canadian company, and they said it's a U.S.-based company. No, it's not. It is a – sub the subsidy – the, the, the U.S.-based um, subsidiary is owned by – 100% owned by a Canadian company. 100%. And that was yeah, – thing
2: the nicest thing it says about you is it says you're a Colorado entrepreneur. That's about it. Yeah. It, 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 it pretty much stops there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then somewhere along the line, this guy, Eric Coomer, who – gets in bar fights and jokes about peeing on his wife and humiliating her and then publicly posting it with his public or this private information. And somewhere along the line, me talking about him boasting about stealing the election is defaming him. Yeah. I I don't know anything about that. I want to understand it, but um, I want to understand it. His his other posts are kind of speak for themselves, but they didn't even take the worst of the posts. They didn't take the worst of the posts. They didn't take the worst of the posts. So we, I had an interesting weekend. I spoke, maybe some of you guys would know, I did speak at the uh, Reawaken America tour, um, which was interesting. It was a lot of fun. A lot of really good speakers. A lot of really good people that are standing up for the same thing. And to see that many people watching in unison online and being there in person... I got a a real good feel for, you know, where our country is and the fact that there's so many people that are waiting for us to stand up and say we've had enough collectively. Now, obviously, we don't want to push anything to violence. Violence is the last thing in the world we want to go to, but we don't realize how much power we have. And I was trying to push Paul Romero to say on here, who's running for governor in uh, Oregon, I was trying to push him to say, look, you have the ability to walk in and kick them out. You have the ability to tell the judges, no, you have the ability because the system is one of lawlessness. They're, they're literally not charging people who are looting, burning, stealing, terrorizing the community, and they're coming after people who stand up for themselves. You can throw those judges out. You can walk in, have a thousand people to walk in and say, we're here to evict you. You can do it. And it's something we should do in Denver and around the country. Maybe, um. Something has to be done, that's for
2: sure. I mean, local level, state level, the federal government. The federal government's made up of clowns. I don't know. I know you've been gone the last week. Have you paid attention to any of what's going on with the Afghanistan? I know you were on Monday. Yeah. But it got it got exponentially worse every single day. Yeah. And something has to be done because it's it's not – It's not just them. It's at all levels of government. There are incompetent people. There are idiots. There are fools. There are corrupt bureaucrats throughout government, all levels. And they're just allowed to stay there. They're just just allowed to keep doing what they do. And there's never any accountability. I mean, there's one guy, I'll see if I can find the name, that Donald Trump fired who is now running, in part, the Afghan withdrawal. Donald Trump fired him for being incompetent the first president to actually fire people for things like that. And Biden rehired them. So it's, <laughs> at, what does it tell point, you about where we're at as a give. country?
1: Where does it tell you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's,
2: at some point, something's got to give, but I mean, I, I was watching some of these things this morning.
1: How about the censure of the Biden being censured by another country? Did you see what
2: that? You oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we covered that. We covered that. Um, yesterday the uk um
1: yeah.
2: holding him in contempt for for what he did and we played that really long um video from the one mp tom the last name escapes me but we played that yesterday no they're pissed everyone's pissed
1: and we left everyone's enough, pissed. we left enough air power that we, that afghanistan overnight with our technology became the 26th largest air force military yeah, force yeah. in the country in the world
2: yeah 26th. and. and, it, and it, like, normally, the average goat herder wouldn't be able to get a Blackhawk in the air. The problem is, we trained the Afghan military how to yeah. do it, and the Afghan military crumbled, and many of them just defected, went to the Taliban. Many of them were Taliban the whole time, just learning how to fly helicopters and planes. Yep. So, yeah, no, yeah. technically, they're airborne. They, they have helicopters. I don't know about planes, but they, they do know they have helicopters that are airborne.
1: And, uh, they have bombers. They have bomber planes. Yeah. True story. Yeah. It's uh, have an entire Internet. Air Force regiment that's on the ground that are airplanes, not just helicopters.
2: Yeah. I mean, but also, as, as we covered, it takes more than just pilots to keep those operational. Yeah. You need a whole supply chain of parts, mechanics, um, bombs, right? So once they drop the bombs that are under the wings, um, they're going to run out of bombs. And, <laughs> and the United States isn't going to give them any more. So it's going to take a lot more for them to be a functional Air Force. But as of right now, they have the ability um to to launch air operations right launch air operations and and the the taliban special forces which they have we, we covered it yesterday uh was it barat Bur- 313 they're dressed they're kitted up like u.s special forces they're wearing the same uniforms and they're just walking around the airport it, it, it's stunning it's stunning. but i i wanted to play this clip because this is is heartbreaking and the When Joe Biden said during his press conference he hasn't heard anyone overseas criticize him, obviously he hasn't seen this clip. Mr. Bruce, let's play cut number one.
0: Their parents are inside and the children are outside. You know the children? Right here, they're standing right here.
1: Amid the chaos, we were shown two children apparently left behind when their parents were among the few to be admitted here.
0: Mr. Biden, you did this, you planned this, You made the deal with the Taliban. This is the consequences of it. This is the repercussions of it. Mr. Biden, it's your ill calculation. You were against Trump. Now we are against you. Go to hell, Biden.
2: So maybe maybe someone at the White House can show him that because he's still parading around like the whole world loves him.
1: Maybe someone can show Joe Biden that. What do you think of that, Joe? I think the whole world hates Biden. I think the whole world hates Antifa. I think the whole world hates Kamala Harris. I think the whole, whole world hates Democrats, period, in this country. I think this small group of people that are, have infiltrated our government are nothing but a bunch of satanic crap bags. That's what I think. I think they're trash. And I think we have to start treating them like they're trash. We have to start treating them like they are. These are lawless, evil people that are trying to destroy our country. So what are you waiting for? I just want to ask everyone right now, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Are you, are you waiting for somebody to come save us? you waiting for Trump to just fly in and save us? No, we have to save ourselves. We have to save ourselves. And that's going to be taking these people out of office, walking in and evicting them. Pull the truck up, say, get out. Going to the streets. There are truckies. Max, did you see what's happening in Australia? Yeah. The, the, the truckies gave people in Australia three days. They said, in three days' time, we will shut down everything that happens in Australia. The truckies are going to save Australia from these criminals. They're going to shut everything down. What are we going to do in our country? What are we going to do? Are we going to get to the point where we shut them down? Are we going to get to the point where we walk in and say, hey, we've had enough, and make people realize that the suffering that that people are feeling right now, has to it has to change. It has to change. Yeah. Well, and that now video
2: ch- showed... That video literally showed children that were separated from their parents because for whatever reason the Americans only took the parents. The American troops only left yeah. the parents in. Yeah. The kids were left in this in this crowd, in this mob. Yeah. And now they're orphans. They're never gonna find their parents again.
1: Maybe they hopefully. Hopefully they're able to reunite them. But what kind huh. of parent leaves behind their child? I'll be the L- first listen, one to say it.
2: In that situation. When, when you're being shoved through and pushed, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't blame the parents for that.
1: Oh, I do. I don't blame
2: the parents at all. I'm not I, getting uh, no, on. I, I, I'm not getting I, I on an, an airplane without my
1: kids. I'm not getting on an airplane without my kids. I'm not. What, what kind of person would you have to be? Leave your kids in the middle of no, this? No, no. It, it's, war it's zone terrible. To become terrible, what? No one,
2: no one's allowed out of the airport. Once you're into the airport, you're not allowed out. So what it sounds like is they were being pushed in, and they closed the gates right on the kids. Then you That's hold your like.
1: kids tight. You, you have them in your arms. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse you can give me for leaving your kid behind. i tell you what, they, you, once you get in the airport, you can't get out. All right. I'll never come back in. I'll take my chance fighting the Taliban and leaving my kids to die. This is the problem that we live in right now is that everyone is so selfish and all about themselves that they forget about the things that should be the most precious to them. And in this case, it's Children this country the-, the, the u.s country is the, 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 we're just we're in a state of disrepair we're in a state of disrepair because we have no courage because we're not standing up yeah I, yeah I i could tell i could tell you right now people are talking about the fact that yeah i would the, the I, there's nothing that would stop me from being there for my kids nothing there's nothing that you could tell me that would make me forgive these parents for leaving their kids behind nothing well
2: the crazy the craziness of all of this is that the Af- the Taliban is dictating the evacuation? They are now dictating the terms to Joe yeah. Biden. It is not the, the United States does not have operational control over this in any way, shape, or form. Before we get into this, you did say trash, so scraping the bottom of the barrel for the synonyms. If we put up our screen, Mr. Producer, say synonym is ash. Synonym for trash, ash. Hashtag the left or ash, or more fittingly, the left. Are reducing the United States to ashes, pretty much, with their policies. That's for sure. So they send them is ash. The Taliban dictating the withdrawal, now saying that there are no, there will be no Afghans allowed to to leave uh, Afghanistan through the airport through the U- U.S. airlifting. This is an Afghan press conference, much more informative, believe it or not, than any of Joe Biden's press conferences. Let's listen to this. This is cut number two there's a lot of discussion in the West about the 31st of from BBC
3: have you received any request from the Americans to extend the evacuation uh, the evacuation scheme beyond that date and are there any circumstances
0: under which you would agree to extending that date <laughs>
4: I don't think we will extend, will extend the deadline. deadline. 31st It is their plan. It's the American plan.
3: This was already
0: not according to the agreement. They
3: have opportunity. They have all the resources.
4: They can take all the people that belong to them. We are not going to allow Afghans leave,
3: and we will not extend the deadline. We will be deciding about this there then. then question
2: so they're not allowing Afghans to leave and from their perspective obviously Taliban evil 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 but if you're gonna run a country you can't have all the people who used to run a country just leave right it's known as a brain drain it happens whenever there's a huge refugee flow from a country we saw it in Syria we saw it in Rwanda every country where where hundreds of thousands of people leave it tends to be the most intelligent, the brightest, the people with the best skills that you need to run a country. So from their perspective, they're like, "Oh well, wait, you can't you can't just take all these people. We need to run a country. Obviously, they should have thought about that before they tried to take it over with sixth century, seventh century Islam. Um, but they're now saying no Afghans. So they, they put the terms on the table, no Afghans. And Joe Biden will not be allowed to operate beyond August 31st. And we're hearing now, Joe from the Biden administration that Joe Biden has caved to this demand and U.S. forces will not stay beyond August 31st. That's what we're hearing.
1: I, I don't I don't I can't even fathom what we're dealing with as a country. The the, the just the main. Whew. we We have. We have people being beaten in the streets in the United States shot, propaganda overtaking our technology companies and our, our media. And now what we have is we have turning things over to the Taliban's who murder people indiscriminately in the streets for being Christian. Oh, yeah. They're walking door to door. Everyone, did you know this? They're walking door to door checking people's cell phones for the Bible app. True story walking door to door taking out their iPhones yeah. or their Androids and they are checking those phones for the Bible app and if the Bible app is on those phones they are taking those people in the streets and they are flogging and killing them that is happening right now in Afghanistan and this is yeah. this is what a trash piece of trash Biden is and the the woke people at the very top the people that are going to have to save us are going to be our middle leadership in our military our veterans going to be patriots and people that stand up for the rule of law in our country the good judges to out the bad judges to become whistleblowers against entire regimes of people that are basically doing this quid pro quo doing whatever they want to destroy people's lives That are propping up people like eric coomer in the media to say oh he just made a mistake he's actually a good guy that's unbelievable well
2: what's crazy about all of this and i don't think i've ever seen this before go ahead put up my screen mr producer the military gave joe biden a deadline to decide whether he wanted to extend the afghanistan evacuations so they gave him till today to decide. Last time I checked, the president is the commander in chief. And if he tells them to jump, they're supposed to say, have a high. If he was to say on Wednesday, Hey, I want to extend it or I want to leave. They would just have to make it happen. Apparently <laughs> there was a hard deadline. So I, I don't even know who's calling the shots anymore. And yeah, as I reported, Biden is sticking to the August 31st Afghanistan pullout. He says as long damn ad, as long as the Taliban cooperate. Okay. Okay. And did you see this one, Joe? It's, it's a little hard to read, but Joe Biden has finally allowed U.S. troops to go outside of the airport. But the reason that they weren't allowed to go outside the airport – and I hate this ad. I'm going to get out. That's that's a congressman, Democrat congressman. The reason that he wouldn't let them go out of the airport to rescue Americans is he didn't want a Black Hawk Down moment. So he actually issued that stand-down order. He issued a stand-down. That's a stand-down order. If you tell the, the the military brass, do not go out, I'm afraid that you're going to lose – that's why Americans haven't been rescued yet. That's why Americans haven't been rescued yet. And for every six thousand Afghans that tend to leave, it's like three or four hundred Americans are on those flights. They're not re- rescuing Americans nearly fast enough. The number last night—it might have changed—but the number that leaked out ye- yesterday was thirty-three hundred. Americans have been rescued so far. That's abysmal for a number that's There's somewhere 40, between 000. ten and forty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Ten and forty thousand. This is abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. And we finally have a press corps willing to take them to task. And I want to show you how Jen Saki responded. She was snapping at Peter Doocy. And Yeah, sure, he's, he's asking a few loaded questions. But the arrogance from a press secretary who literally tried to go on vacation during all of this. Remarkable. Let's listen to this. This, this happened yesterday, I believe. Let's play cut number three.
0: Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. There are Taliban fighters right now carrying American weapons. They're wearing American fatigues, the full kit of gear. How is that advancing America's national security interests?
3: Well, Peter, I think my or my colleague, Jake Sullivan, spoke to a version of this uh, last week. Um, but let me tell you, uh, let me reiterate some of what he said. Uh, when the president made this decision uh, to... Bring our men and women home from Afghanistan who were serving. Uh, He knew uh, he made that decision not lightly. He made the decision uh, with a clear assessment from his national security team about what the impacts could be. We have taken steps over the past few months to retrograde materials, to bring materials home, to make them not available uh, to the Taliban. We have taken those steps from our military. But our uh, our uh, choices at hand, the President's choices at hand, were either to equip the Afghan National Security Forces with the materials and the equipment and the weapons they needed to fight, or not, he made the decision to equip them with the weapons to fight. And we will continue to take steps to retrograde our materials and equipment. But, uh,
0: does the President have a sense that most of the criticism is not of leaving Afghanistan, it's the way that he has ordered it to happen, by pulling the troops before getting these Americans who are now stranded? Does he have a sense of that?
3: First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home, home. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. There are
0: no Americans stranded. Is the White House's official position on what's happening in Afghanistan right now. I'm
3: just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan. When I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home, we are going to bring them home. And I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand.
0: OK, and then following up on what somebody asked Jake, the president likes to say, America is back. But his policies have Americans getting beat up by the Taliban and Afghans handing babies over barbed wire fences. Is that what he meant when he said America is back?
3: What the President meant is that we are going to continue to lead in the world, including being the leaders in evacuating not just our Afghan partners, not just American citizens, but now also our allies. And we have done that by evacuating approximately 42,000 people over the last month. That is Americans leading. That is our men and women in our military leading on the ground, securing the airport after the Afghans fleed and didn't secure the airport, and ensuring that we are taking care of our partners as we promised to. Go ahead.
2: So she still had to get in the little dig at the Afghans that uh, the, we, we showed you the clips of them doing jumping jacks. They're not a, they're not a fighting force. Um, no, they are. Got the dig. But
1: they are. Yeah, if they were fighting <laughs> women that they could bury in holes and yeah. stone with rocks. Well, yeah. We're talking about the Afghan, Afghan military. Yeah. Um,
2: so she said something there that she's angry that they referred to it as stranded. So if you put up my screen, Mr. Producer... There's a Politico article article right there. Pentagon confirms latest mission to rescue Americans stranded in Kabul. There there were dozens of these before they got covered up by the articles talking about that little spat. There were dozens of, of other headlines from other news outlets referring to it as them being stranded. And here is a clip of an American. We take that down. Here's a clip of an American woman who says, yes, she is stranded. She cannot get out. Let's play cut number four.
3: I know you have attempted to go to the airport multiple times. Can you tell us your situation and describe everything you've experienced so far? Hi. um, Well, yes, I've made several attempts to go to the airport. First of all, I would like to thank the Fox News for letting me uh, be the voice out there
4: for many Americans stranded in Afghanistan. And yes, we are stranded. And I would like to thank uh, uh, Carol Miller, our Congresswoman,
3: and her team for her continuous effort. They have been in touch with me, and uh, they
4: have been my only strength here. Uh, hearing their voices makes me feel comfortable and makes me hopeful that maybe I'll be able to make it back again home.
3: So there's a lot of issues going on. We are stranded at home. We can't get to the airport. When we try to get to the airport, we either get beaten up or we're afraid for our
4: lives.
2: But no, no one's stranded. The people there are saying they, they, they're stranded. But according to Jen Psaki, it's unreasonable to refer to it that way.
1: In ah, Afghanistan, I mean, sh- there, there's a there's a uh, bridge that runs in Afghanistan between, um, I think it's Uzbekistan and Afghanistan. If so I can find it here really quick, but uh, they uh, they blew up the bridge. It was a route to get Americans out, and the Taliban came in and blew up the bridge. They literally blew up the bridge. Yeah, Uzbekistan. It's called the Friendship Bridge. And it sits between Afghanistan and Uzbekistan Um, yesterday I called the number for uh, the bridge to see if I could get through and the the the, in Arabic it said that the number is not working and then in English it said that you've called the wrong number (laughs) right afterwards which is not what it said in Arabic Uh, this is it's nuts. It's, it's really crazy when you look at how people are trying to get out of the country and you would say, well, it's a big country. It should be easy to get out of. It's, it's not easy to get out of. It's not easy to get out of. You don't know who is working with the Taliban. People there try to save their own skin. They go into survival mode. So they feel like if I give up somebody that's maybe trying to smuggle out, that maybe I'll, I'll be given preferential treatment. Maybe I'll be given a job. Maybe I'll be given some sort of authority so that I can protect my family. It becomes a very selfish environment in that place. And, you know, to see, what, to see what's happening right now in Afghanistan and to see the indifference by someone like Saki and, and some of the trash that's there just it blows my mind. It blows my mind. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. So she says that they're not going to strand anyone
2: there, but in the same press conference, they're talking about a hard deadline. So the numbers just don't add up. That You cannot say that if, if they continue at this pace, every American will not get out of Afghanistan. If they have seven days to do it, every American won't get out. Now, I hope and pray that they're able to get everyone out. I truly, truly do. But at this pace, they're not going to do it. So when you say we're not going to extend uh, re- uh, any rescues after August 31st, You're saying you that- are, in a sense, stranding them. Anyone who can't get to the airport, like that woman who just said they're getting beaten in the street every time they try, they are being stranded. If you want, if you want to be able to claim you're not stranding anyone, anyone, then you promise to stay there as long as it takes. As long as there is even a possibility, a hypothetical, that the last American plane leaves and there's still Americans on the ground, then yes, they are stranding people. And it might not be their intent, but that's what they're doing. That's what they're absolutely doing. You can't look at the reality on the ground and say that you're going to get everyone out and oh by the way we won't stay one minute into september can't do it can't do it at all so joe one of the things we've been covering over the past week is the 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 struggle fest the real difficulty that the Biden administration has in giving us a number how many americans have been rescued how many americans are in country every single branch of government whether it be the white house state department pentagon cia dia none of them know none of them know they do they know but they won't tell us and the backflips the, the linguistic gymnastics that they go through to avoid giving us a real number it has been a what i've called a masterclass of how not to respond to a crisis but this is this one is is possibly worse than any of the ones we've saw we've seen we have the pentagon spokesperson we have three cuts inside of four minutes refused to answer the question three times so i want to play these back to back to back and and, I'm, and we're not going to play anymore because the other ones are still doing it yeah. and and we get it you, they don't know but this guy three times inside of four minutes let's start with cut five
3: americans the general at one point told us that 2500 had have gotten out what is your assessment now as to the number that the, the,
4: that have gotten out of Afghanistan, and do you think you can get all of them out? I think I, I answered know. the second part of that. For that's I think right. I think we I think uh, for all Americans who want to leave, uh, the State Department is working very hard to contact them, and and we are getting them out every day, um, uh, and and that that's not going to change. Uh, i I'm, and I, I understand the question about the specific detail. I would just tell you that. Several thousand, we know several thousand uh, Americans have been safely evacuated from Afghanistan. I understand that's not the degree of specificity that you want, but that is as far as I'm going to be able to go today, several thousand. And to include, I would, you know, several hundred just yesterday were able uh, to get onto uh, the airport for follow-on transportation. So it's every day we are moving Americans out of the country.
2: Several thousand. It's been going on for over a week. The best number they can give us is several thousand. And then the reporters, bless their hearts, they tried to get a little bit more specific and asked how many registered Americans are in Afghanistan. Because what the administration always says is they say, Oh, we don't know. We can we only know how many are registered. But no one yet has asked them how many are registered. So here we go again. John Kirby skirting that, doesn't know how many Americans are registered. Play cut six.
0: One to have registered. Have more or less than half of the Americans who have registered have they been evacuated? I do not know.
4: I, I, I don't. You'd have to go to the State Department for what they think they have on the registry. But I think even they would tell you, Idris, that that is an imperfect database.
2: It's not
1: imperfect database. It's you
2: registered. How many people MSc. registered? Period. Period. I don't know. I don't know how many. And that question was very fair is it more or less than half of all the people who registered well now the press is starting to get a little aggravated and here's john kirby being asked directly why can't you give us a number play cut seven
4: understand this this is the answer we've gotten for days and days and days from every podium in this town even if this administration does not have the
2: denominator that is not my question my question is Can this administration tell the American people how many Americans it has evacuated
4: from Afghanistan? And if you cannot, can you please explain not the denominator? Why why can't you just say the number? Barbara, I think we're just going to leave it at several thousand right now. And I understand that's not a satisfying answer to you. I would tell you that uh, that the number literally changes almost by the hour. Uh, it, It. I understand, Barbara. We're going to leave it at several thousand for right now. We'll
2: yeah. leave. leave it at several thousand. So it can't just be, Joe, that they're afraid of getting it wrong. Like, if they got the answer wrong, if they said, we saved 3,400 Americans. They don't and care, they, came out, they don't care. Know, but then they could, come out, they could come out an hour and they say, sorry, folks, I got it wrong. We actually saved 3,600. I was off by 200, but that's good news because we saved 200 more than my number showed. Right? They don't. Why do you think they don't want to give the number?
1: Because they, I have some thoughts, but why do you think? Well, I think that they're too busy going on vacation and doing TikTok videos and uh, complaining about the fact that Orange Man bad, although I don't know if you saw the Tucker Carlson thing, but it looks like Biden has turned into Orange Man too. It's kind of it's a funny video. Uh, so I think that they, they have no idea. Matter of fact, I think their intel right now is pretty pretty, pretty light. I think the military is probably in some areas with withholding some of that information from them. Um, I'm going to speculate what I think most are going to speculate, and that is there is a rift in our, in our government between the people that want to stand up for constitutional integrity and take care of their people, and the people that are like this piece of trash that's on the news, who frankly is not being given access to that intel. There are massive rifts right now happening in our government. There's massive rifts from the Pentagon all the way up to um, the administration, all the way down to our military personnel, all the way to even local and uh, state governments in our country. We we're, we're at a precipice right now where the where the, the bow is breaking. And I believe the reason why it didn't tell us is because no one's given them that information. I think they know. I think they
2: know. And the number's so low it's embarrassing. Mm-mm. I think that if the number was high, they'd be <sighs> they'd be celebrating it. Right? They'd be celebrating. Here's a um here is Go ahead. Put up my screen, Miss Brewster. Miss Brewster sent this to me. This is a press release from the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Party. President Biden defies expectations again, delivers results in Afghanistan. President Biden has defied expectations and exceeded even his own administration's goal in successfully ramping up evacuations from Afghanistan. Not only has President Biden evacuated nearly sixty thousand people from Kabul with no American casualties, but he has taken the steps necessary to finally end a 20 year old year long war, bring Americans home and keep our promise to our Afghan partners. So the DNC full of crap. Come on, come on, come on. They know the number of total people. Yeah, They know it. They know it's 60,000. So obviously someone told them, right? What they don't include there. And you'll notice is they don't include how many Americans they don't include how many Americans. And that is For a reason, that 60,000 number includes the pre-evacuated. So that's the people who evacuated before all this went down. If we put up my screen again, this is from the desk of Donald J. Trump. And this is his press release. Biden surrendered Afghanistan to terrorists and left thousands of Americans for dead by pulling out the military before our citizens. Now we are learning that out of the 26,000 people who have been evacuated, that's post-collapse, only 4,000 are Americans. You can be sure the Taliban, who are now in complete control, didn't allow the best and brightest to board these evacuation flights. Instead, we can only imagine how many thousands of terrorists have been airlifted out of Afghanistan and into neighborhoods around the world. What a terrible failure. No vetting. How many terrorists will Joe Biden bring to America? We don't know. And that comes on the heels of new developments, Joe, that Biden is asking Border Patrol to go to Afghanistan. Right now they're asking. But it'll get to a point where they'll be telling, sending border patrol agents to Afghanistan to vet terrorists. So they're not allowed to enforce the law at the U.S.-Mexico border, catch and release. But they're going to send these Mexican border area border patrol agents to Afghanistan, where there is no infrastructure, where there is where there's no database for them to query. There's no files. Like, how do you vet? How do you vet Joe? How do you? you you've served time overseas in africa and the middle east how do you vet someone who comes to you with nothing but the shirt on his back when there are no photo id systems the government has collapsed and if they do exist they're in control in the control of the taliban how do you vet someone like that joe
1: you can't you you can't and and it's uh it's the old saying of the bowl of m&ms with one poisonous m&m it only takes one poisonous m&m to make all the other m&m's bad just one. Just you, you. You take that chance. You have a hundred M&Ms in the bowl. One of them will kill you. You eat the M&Ms. Do you go in the bowl when you know that one is absolutely one hundred percent is going to kill you? And that is where we are right now. We're, we 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 are putting Afghan refugees ahead of Americans, ahead of Americans. Yeah. It, it is. It yeah. is disgusting. It is disgusting. Our country is disgusting right now. In a place where the the Parliament in in the UK can hold Biden in contempt but our congress won't now where you have to go get a vaccine i, w- I want to just tell you this where you have to go get a vaccine for a hurricane because the hurricane is going to kill you if you don't have a vaccine that's what these trash pieces of trash in our government are saying this is how this is how much we are we have let the the most evil among our society run our most sacred part of our country just the fundamental foundation of our country is run by evil, evil crap bags, trash. Yeah.
2: But ask yourself this, and we can put up the screen. Just so you know, I'm not making this up. Agents on U.S.-Mexico border asked to help with Afghan exodus. Border patrol agents are being asked to temporarily move from the U.S.-Mexico border to Afghanistan to help with the desperate evacuation of U.S. and Afghan citizens following the Taliban takeover of the country. So the U.S. border is being overrun. That is still a full-fledged crisis. We have no idea who's coming across the U.S.-Mexico border. They are overwhelmed. Border Patrol agents cannot do the job. They're not being allowed to do the job. And even if they were given permission to enforce the law, they are so understaffed, they are so overwhelmed, they couldn't possibly do it. They're now going to take that understaffed, overwhelmed, those agents, and move them to Afghanistan, where they have no support whatsoever, to vet people that are unvettable unvettable right. so we're going to get terrorists in there because make a mistake i'm not saying everyone there is a terrorist but you don't just bring tens of thousands of people in the united states unvetted and not bring a single radical among them as right. joe says the poisonous m&m um ethical dilemma but we're also going to have an even more severely understaffed u.s mexico border where more people are just going to get funneled through or escape capture Yeah, this is a mess yeah this is a complete mess and <laughs> For the for the DNC to celebrate it and say that he has exceeded even his own expectations, even his own administration's goals. Well, yes, Joe Biden exceeds everyone's expectations the minute he's able to put a sentence together, which isn't always doable. So technically they're right. But but to go out and to celebrate now. Really disgusting, but it also shows you how terrified the Democrats are of this. They wouldn't be trying to get out ahead of it if they didn't know it was so politically poisonous.
1: You know, the last two times that I've been on the show, I've I've just been in that stupor of of just watching and waiting, listening to what we have to deal with on an ongoing basis of the stupidity of these people that call themselves leaders, these cowards. And now I'm I'm sitting here again. You you just you can't you can't make this stuff up. There's no part of what we're dealing with right now that is even logical on anybody's terms. It's as if we're in a bizarre world right now, run by the criminal elements. I mean, it's like having the, you know what needs, you know what, you know what saved us in World War uh, II? Do you know after they bombed, I don't know if you saw, read Bill O'Reilly's book. So Bill O'Reilly wrote a book about World War II and he's talking about what saved us from having another Pearl Harbor moment in New York City. Do you know what saved us? What? The mob. Sorry, I'm responding to a troll. The mob. The mob saved us. It's it's a fascinating look at, at what happened where they, they wanted to come in and they wanted it was the next logical target. They had people on the inside. There was all this chatter that was happening about that they were going to then go after New York City. And the people that made those people disappear were mobsters. And now I'm sitting here going to myself. <laughs> Without wanting to become the very thing that you're fighting against, how do we get rid of these evil doers in our country? And do we have those unlikely alliances with people like the mob who can step in the gap and say, listen, what they're doing is illegal. Because the the mob, the mafia, they weren't created. The mafia wasn't created to become a criminal enterprise. It was created because of the corruption in government. It was created because there were certain people in different parts and groups that were being um, that were being uh, slighted in this in society, and that's how you got the mafia that you have today, right? But now you look at it and you go, they have to be rolling over, going, this is unbelievable. I mean, the the government is as corrupt as you possibly could. That the the, uh, the FBI, the CIA, they're all compromised. They brought in the 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 biggest group of of sociopaths that they could find, and then they created a government out of it. That's what we're dealing with. And now that, yeah. that sociopathy is just guiding through and creating mental illness across our entire spectrum of government. So this is Mr. Producer Josh is setting this to me. We've reported that
2: Biden has now given them the the go ahead to evacuate by August thirty first. Right? What that entails is the military has already started full withdrawal. So there will be Amer there are still Americans trapped. And they are removing military assets from the airport. Because remember, that's the only place the U.S. military, at least officially, is right now, in the airport. Go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is being reported by Express um, out of the U.K. U.S. troops begin Afghanistan withdrawal as Biden lambasted for rejecting extension plea. The troops are leaving. Some of them are leaving right now. So you have a situation where we still have thousands, by their own admission, they, they said several thousand Americans still trapped in Afghanistan and they've already started removing the troops because there's no other way. They don't have seven days. They will not be able to get all the troops and all the equipment out in seven days. They need seven more than seven days. So they got to get started now. That's why the Pentagon apparently gave him that deadline that they had to start today if they were going to make it by August 31st. So, yeah, there is a situation now where the next flight out of Afghanistan will have U.S. military personnel but there's there will still be Americans trapped so Biden still is reluctant to let them leave the airport to help people in need but he is ordering them onto a plane to leave to leave them behind that's what stranded looks like that's the definition of stranded what's your what's your take on it Joe
1: you know I'm I don't have a take Max I don't have a take I don't have a take. Somebody actually said something in the comments that I, I have to say, and that is quit complaining about it. Stand up and fight back. So that's what I'm doing every day. I'm, I'm at the that critical place where we're starting to organize people in different states. I just don't want to do it for personal gain, but I have thousands of people that we want to organize in Colorado to show up for a meeting that we have to have at the courthouse in Denver, right? Because I have to go now in front for a a contempt deal because i didn't show up for a deposition where they wanted to ask me a question that i would not answer because frankly <clears throat> all they're trying to do is kill a guy that stood up and gave access to antifa and they don't want that to happen they want to expose that person so i'm doing the best i can on my side to stand up i'm standing up every day i speak every day I get up every day. I fight every day. There's never a time in my life that I have not that I've uh, in this fight that I've not gotten out there and stood 100% in the gap. I've been in the front. I take most shots, right? I'm the one that goes up and talks about the judge and the lawyers and Coomer, and, and while you have New York Times that writes some sort of puff piece on Eric Coomer saying he's a good guy, he's not a good guy. He's trash right? And, and Dominion is not a good company. It is trash. And Runbeck, which is, is colludes with Dominion, is trash. And now that we're getting more and more whistleblowers, they come forward, we'll continue to expose them. But, but frankly, I'm at that place, Max, where I just, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with dealing with this and saying, we got to wait for some, you know, magic pill or some judge. I frankly believe that we should all get in the streets today, All of us, just every one of us, stop working. You want us to get a vaccine? Just stop. Everyone stop. And get hundreds of thousands of people that walk into the streets and say, we're done. And then we can walk to the police and say, you're done. And then we walk to the courthouse and we walk in and we remove them. We remove them. I didn't say be violent. Just walk in there, take all their stuff, put it outside on the curb and say, you can come pick it up. And do what they did in Portland. When Antifa shows up at a... a, barbecue, you tip over their van and throw them out. That's what happened. Police didn't show up. Great. I think the police, I think there are people in our government that are waiting for the American people to stand up and do something. That's what I think we're waiting on. So let's just do it. Let's stop pretending that we can wait. Let's stop pretending we can wait about election integrity and somehow they're going to grow a conscience overnight. When you have people that are sitting in elected positions that are side hustling, selling election equipment, Wayne Williams. It, it's nuts to believe that we're, we're, we're going to solve this problem by sitting here and having these conversations. I think it's time. And maybe we just set the clock. Maybe we set the clock. We already know that they, you know, we're, we're coming up against a 20 year anniversary of September 11th. And it just so happens to symbolically Biden hands back everything to these terrorists doesn't evacuate the Americans. Uh, you know what, Max? I think that we, we should just say we've had enough. Just all the organizations come together and just shut it down. Just shut it down. Shut it down.
2: Well, I'll tell you, it's it's not just a Democrat problem. It's a Republican problem, too. Yeah, it's, oh, I know. I mean...
1: Because they're all, all in it together. The, Power yeah, and authority. They're
2: all in it together. I want to play a little of this. We're not going to play the other one, but there are some good Republicans standing up and... Um, you can you can obviously everyone can go find them i know i don't want to play too many of those um they do exist and and the one i was going to play it's a uh, representative mark green he gave a pretty impassioned speech but i want to show you kevin mccarthy kevin mccarthy is the highest ranking republican in the house of representatives he is the minority leader if republicans retake the house he probably will become speaker of the house and i want to show you his press conference where he criticized biden For afghanistan i want to show you how sleepy it is and recognize this 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 guy will not take us to the promised land this guy will not save the country he will not fight he can he's barely even able to wake up watch this jump ahead mr bruce to cut number nine we should stay until every single american is able to get out of afghanistan and we should use every recourse possible to make that happen and we should not negotiate it we should explain that this is what is going to happen. And anybody in our way to stop us from bringing American out will be in danger. I have a number of members that are here. Unfortunately, much like
1: our other briefing.
2: I want to play that because I almost fell asleep. He only spoke for 10, 15 seconds, but he, he almost fell asleep. Listen, this is what's wrong with the Republican party. and something that Trump brought to the table in overload, right? This brashness, this—I don't care what you think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it like it is. I don't care who I offend. I'm going to speak the truth. This guy, Kevin McCarthy, he comes from that like old guard of the GOP, the intelligentsia, right? The ivory tower. He's reading that. That's a great, a great prepared statement. He's reading it like like a total stiff. No one's going to no no news outlet other than maybe Fox is going to air that. And frankly, we probably shouldn't have either because it's not exciting enough. There's nothing exciting about it. But I want to show it to you because that is the, the head of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives doing the best he can to re- respond to a week that was so abysmal, even in the rigged polls, Joe Biden is now underwater. That's how abysmal last week was. And the best that the GOP can muster is that from Kevin McCarthy. No, we, we don't just have a Republic, a Democrat problem. We have a Republican problem as well. And as long as the Republican Party is willing to, to lend the leadership to people like that, we're never going to win. Those are the people that make just as much money whether they win or lose. Right? You look you look at Paul yeah. Ryan. Paul Ryan isn't out of job. He's now working with Fox. Right? He's making just more money. The part of the Republican Party that doesn't care truly whether they win or lose because they're going to make just as much money. They need to be gone. They need to be purged from the party. That's something the Democrats did a pretty good job of when it came to superdelegates. They 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 were they were smart. The Bernie Sanders people knew that superdelegates were never gonna let someone actually win the nomination. They didn't get everything they wanted, but they they limited the superdelegates' power a lot. We need to do the, we need to do the same in the GOP because you can't be we can't be led by these people. We just can't.
1: Well, we, we can't make, be we can't be led by anybody that's in our position of power and authority today. the judiciary needs to be completely shut down and redone. I mean it just does. I was talking to an attorney today about something totally different, and she said to me, she goes, I go, fundamentally our judiciary is so broken, so fundamentally broken, that it's become a political tool to beat and oppress people. And she looks right at me, and she's not my attorney, she's an attorney, and she goes, you have no idea how true those statements are and how many times us as attorneys have those conversations about the systematic approach to destroy people in the judiciary. She goes, the problem is not the police, Joe, the problem is the DAs and the judiciary. They're in it together. They, they have built a criminal syndicate. This is another attorney. I mean, imagine another attorney agreeing with what I just said and saying, you have no idea how many lives they destroy every day. Now we get to the crux of it. We actually can pull back the blanket, pull back the, the veil and, and show you what is a real problem in our country. Because had we not had a compromise judiciary all the way up to the Supreme Court, we would have gotten to the bottom of election fraud. We would have not had things dismissed on standing. And we would have gotten to the evidence, but they're complicit in the behavior of this evil cabal, this deep state that has taken over our country. I don't believe that the only, I believe the only way out of this is frankly through, not through violence, but through force, that we force our way in. We force our way in, we force them out. And we'd start taking over and saying, listen, we're done. We're done. Here's the Constitution. This is what it says. We're going to follow the Constitution. Shutting down mainstream media, boycott and boycotting, not doing business with Patagonia, not doing business with Google, not doing business with these companies, going to, to secondary places where we can actually make sure that the integrity of our country is being preserved. I don't believe that if we, if, I believe if we don't do that, if we don't, if we don't stand up with force now. There'll be nothing to stand up for. And we've got to set aside these petty differences we have and start getting to the meat of what is wrong with our society, what's wrong with our community. They're hitting us on every angle so they can keep us guessing. Let's just stop it. Let's stop attacking critical race theory and gender fluidity, and all this other stuff that's just a bunch of evil. Let's just stop that, get right to the root and kick them out. Just say, you're done. Get, get out. Get out. And we need constitutional sheriffs that are willing to stand up. And if you're not willing to stand up, right, then we'll take you out too. You're, you're, you can leave too. We have to take back our communities. One by one, we take them all back, all at the same time. We do what the truckies are doing in Australia. That's what we do. We step in the gap and we say, listen, we give the military an opportunity to say, look, slaughter us all, but we're no longer going to be become slaves. Slaves to take all of our hard-earned money and hand it over to foreign interests. Slaves to having to go to work while other people stay at home and do nothing. Slaves to nonprofits and, and uh, the, these aides that are, that are standing in the streets we're done. We're, we've had enough of it. Now it's time to stand up and say we've had enough. You do the right thing, or you're out. And and frankly, I, I I don't believe that we have years. I believe we have months, and I think we can take down the months to we have till the end of the year. We have till the end of the year to find our to find our God courage.
2: Yeah. Well, I I think that that's probably a great place to leave it. I do have one final note. Well, well, I, well, I guess well,
1: I'll, I'll, can, can we do this well, quickly? This show is brought up? to you by My Pillow. If you go to okay. My Pillow and you buy from Mike Lindell, I want to support him. You can save up to sixty-six percent with using code CD twenty-one. I'll start reposting things for you so we can actually uh, put some other stuff out there. But um, some pretty crazy uh, savings, and you're supporting a guy who is an American hero and patriot. Mike Lindell. So save up to sixty-six percent with code CD twenty-one. That's Charlie David twenty-one, and uh, support Mike Lindell.
2: Last bit of news: I have a little bit of good news. I grew yeah. up on the East Coast. And if you grew up on the East Coast, you know that Yingling is one of the best budget beers available. Yingling, for the longest time, hasn't been sold west of the Mississippi River. Yep. Yeah. Until. Now nah, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This was the site I was greeted at my local grocery store here in Texas. An entire pallet of Yingling beer, unobtainable before last week. I almost shed a tear.
1: So yeah, well, with what, all what the craziness of the political going on, aisle are they on. What who do they I give money to? I don't
2: know. It's I don't know. I don't know. I I, I enjoy the beer and frankly I don't wanna know because I'm <laughs> I really enjoy the beer and it brought a tear to my eye seeing it. Here in Texas for the first time, so if you if you like Yingling, it is now west of the Mississippi, go have at it. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure that you sign up for the audio edition. That link; those links are available in the description. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean—all great places. Wherever you find your audio podcast, we're there. Very important that you do that because the advertisers don't care about video streams, they care about audio downloads. So Even if you do watch us live 2pm Eastern on all the different platforms, please also do subscribe to the audio version. And if you are do you have an Apple product, an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, please do leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We are climbing up in the rankings still, and the five-star reviews definitely help us. So if you haven't already, head over to there. Link is in the description and give us a good five-star review, not a four-star. Four-star will bring us down. Five-star review is what we need. Check out all the links in, in the description, including the fax blast for today, dealing with the Russian ammunition ban that Biden's pushing through very, very bad. We got to fight back and stop it. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire.
1: And my name is Joe
2: Oltman. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.